Let me be your guide as we take a walk into the realms of the unexplained, of the paranormal, of things that go bump in the night and haunt your dreams. I'm Marianne. Thanks so much for joining me today, tonight, whatever time it is, wherever you're living in this beautiful world of ours. is a walk-in. Firstly, let's begin with a dictionary definition of what a walk-in is defined as. In yourdictionary.com, it gives five separate definitions of what a walk-in is. One, a room large enough to admit entrance. Two, in parapsychology, a person whose original soul has departed the body and been replaced with another. Three, the definition of walk-in is an area large enough that you can actually step inside and move about rather than just reach in with your hands. 4. Walk-in is a person such as a customer or a job applicant who enters some place without an appointment. 5. Large enough to admit entrance. I find it interesting that the subject is mainstream enough now that it's included in the definition. So in terms of our discussion, number 2... The parapsychology explanation is the definition that we use. A person whose original soul has departed the body and been replaced with another. Are walk-ins a new age concept? Well, many people think that a walk-in is a new age belief, but actually it's a very ancient concept and was first recorded in the Indian belief system of Hinduism. There's a very well-known amongst those who follow this belief system story of a walk-in and that is the story of a missionary by the name of Saint Tirumula. I think I pronounced that correctly, Tirumula. Apparently he voluntarily left his body in order to reanimate a young cowherd who had just died. His own body was then taken by the god Siva up to heaven, therefore leaving him to spend the remainder of his life on earth and in the body of the cowherd. As part of taking over this young man's body, he was able to access all of his knowledge and that included the ability to speak the Tamil language. But the subject of a walk-in is one that is in many, many different cultural belief systems, myths and legends such as this one. Walk-ins sort of became mainstream in the late 70s following the publication of a book by author Ruth Montgomery called Strangers Among Us. In this book, Ruth talks about Walkins being here on this planet. It's a good read if you're wanting her perspective. There have been numerous movies and television shows that use Walkins as a basis for their storyline, including the following. A 1941 film, Here Comes Mr. Jordan. This was remade in 1978 and called Heaven Can Wait. The X-Files had a few shows that covered this topic, including Red Museum, Seen Under Sight and Closure. Netflix has a new show called Travelers about walk-ins. So what exactly is a walk-in and how does this happen? Technically, the dictionary definition is correct. 
A walk-in is the soul who steps into the body of a soul who is departing the host body. The walk-in then takes over and operates that body as their own, as the original inhabitant has completely let go and left that body at once used. This always happens by mutual agreement. The original inhabitant is never forced or coerced in any way at all. It is a mutual agreement, and the incoming soul only enters with the permission of the original. This is not to be confused with the religious terminology of possession. That is, when another soul enters the body and takes over the host body, whilst the original inhabitant is still present. Think of that like a carjacking. The person is sitting at the lights, your passenger door is forced open, and an unwelcome, uninvited intruder forces themselves into your car, holds you at ransom, tells you where to go, effectively taking control of the car or body. That is not by mutual agreement and generally not invited or welcomed. So a walk-in is a form of soul exchange. It's where one soul leaves or walks out of the body, generally always in an altered state of consciousness. It is then replaced by another developed soul that walks into that body with full recollections of their memories of this planet. Although that recall with some walk-in souls happens bit by bit, fully depending on the state of the physical vessel when they walk into it. So why would the original inhabitant want to leave their body? There can be any number of reasons why the original inhabitant of the body would want to leave. It could simply be that this was their agreed time to leave the physical and return to spirit. It could be that the person has had enough of the stresses and issues associated with life on this planet and wants out. This can sometimes include deep emotional trauma or suicidal ideations. Sometimes it's a soul agreement before they were born and they are fulfilling a contract previously agreed upon. Whatever the reason, the original soul agrees to leave the body. So with that decision, how does this exchange actually happen? There are a number of ways this can happen. Quite commonly, this exchange happens when the body is badly injured in some accident or they become seriously ill, or the original body may die whilst undergoing surgery and the exchange occurs when the body is being revived. I personally know of one walk-in who stepped in when the original inhabitant was sheltering during a tornado that was immediately over his house, so obviously it was a tremendously stressful time for the original inhabitant. In these cases, the original soul leaves and the incoming soul takes over the body from that point. So how does this transfer into the body affect the walk-in? Well, initially, when the walk-in steps into the body, there is a period of adjustment. If the soul has come into a body that's been involved in a physical accident, surgery or illness, then they have to deal with the physical healing of that body and of the after-effects of that accident, surgery or illness. Often there may be some sort of head trauma involved, so the incoming soul not only has to deal with the confusion of being in a new body and having to learn to operate it, but they may also have to do with the confusion that most people have when dealing with physical or emotional trauma, especially when there is head trauma. 
the incoming soul has to deal with the physical, cognitive and emotional aspects of the head injury, which sometimes can be huge for anyone to deal with, depending on the severity of the incident. And in addition to that, they also have to deal with the initial confusion of being in the new body and adapting to that and to life on this planet. So it's a huge adjustment for some who walk in, depending on the circumstances of their arrival. For some, it's only a very minor adjustment. I personally had a walk-in come to me. This was back in the early 90s. I was at a market selling my product I make. I noticed this woman in jeans and a t-shirt walking unsteadily, staggering at times. To my nurse's eye, she was obviously recovering from some traumatic brain injury and appeared to be looking for someone specific. She walked along the street, followed very closely behind by a group of three other women who were keeping a very close eye on her. She was a few yards away from me when she made eye contact with me. I saw her start briefly like an acknowledgement. She then made her way through the crowds to me, directly to me, not breaking eye contact. When she got to me, her first words were, I've been looking for you, I don't have much time, referring, I realised, to the group of women behind her. She then went on, I was asked to come and give you a specific message from the team, referring to the group of star people I work with. She then passed on the message to me. I will add that it was difficult for her to talk, a struggle to articulate as many head injury people struggle with, but she made very sure that the message was clear, very clear to me. I was a little shocked, to be honest, but her message was very important and it was the only way they could get the information safely to me at that point in time. Literally, she was just finishing the message when the woman caught up to her and heard the last of it as she was talking about my team of star people. They took hold of her arms both to support her and guide her away from me, assuming she was being a pest to me. She was a bit unsteady on her feet and I felt so badly for her. She obviously knew what she wanted but was currently unable to fully do it due to her then physical limitations. Two of the women led her away and the third woman came to me and said, we're really sorry she bothered you. She's just recovering from a bad accident where she had a head injury and she talks a whole pile of nonsense at times. I, however, knew she was not talking nonsense. She was very clear and lucid when she was talking to me. I actually saw this woman again about five or six years later. She had vivid memories of our encounter and gave me a little more information. At that stage, she'd fully recovered from the accident and was fully aware of who and what she was, a walk-in. My team was aware that she was going to walk in and so asked her to find me and pass the message on to me, in addition to other work she came here to do. Also, the walk-in has to learn to operate the body and discover its physical limitations, like learning to drive a new car. They also have to learn to live in the human culture and environment, which is generally very alien to them. They also have to deal with the host bodies, family, friends, work, etc. It's a heck of a lot for a walk-in to deal with, and it's generally not an easy transition for them. All the original inhabitants, loved ones, friends, family members, workmates, etc. Which brings me to the next point in this. What is the reason for walk-ins? A walk-in never comes simply for a joyride. They only ever come in and take over a host body with consent 
and with a specific purpose. So they always have a very good reason for choosing to walk in. They come with a mission they need to fulfill, just like a starseed does. But in their case, they need to have access to their memories, more than starseeds do, who don't retain their memories of being born here, generally speaking. However, once they awaken to who they are, starseeds can often access memories, at the very least partial ones, or feelings of memories. I don't know how to explain that any clearer. However, once Walkins acclimatise and adjust to the host body and this reality, they have access to all of the knowledge that they came in with. For some, this is pretty much instantaneous. For others, it takes a little while. This is dependent on the body they walked into and the physical condition of the body at that point in time. Now, how can you tell if a loved one is now a Walkin? So, here we have a stranger in a loved one's physical body, and that is very often how loved ones will describe how a walk-in is to them, following whatever method they use to walk in, and of course they are. Which brings me to how can you tell? Before I talk more about this, I will state from the outset that if there has been a head injury of any description, a concussion or more serious or even a resuscitation during surgery, it's very common for these people to have memory issues, confusion, difficulty talking or expressing themselves. They may behave in a manner that is inconsistent with previous behaviour prior to the incident. They may be emotionally unstable, cry uneasily or become very angry or even aggressive at times. Physically, they may lack coordination or be unable to even physically care for themselves as they used to. They may have to learn to even speak again. These are all very, very common with any sort of head trauma like accident, surgery, a stroke, bleeding or blood clot in the brain. And these effects can last for many years after the event. Head trauma can take a lot of time to recover from, so it's very important for you to recognise this before I go on to the signs that someone may be a walk-in. So, what are the signs? The most common sign is that the person appears like a complete stranger. Their regular behaviour patterns are completely different to prior to the incident. I'll go into that a little more detail now. They often struggle to identify with the personality that they are taking over because they are not the same person. There's a complete change in their thought process, belief system and or lifestyle. They appear disconnected from everything and everyone they previously knew, especially family, friends and loved ones. Please note that this is also common with head injuries of any description and some psychiatric disorders. Because of this, they may reject or not acknowledge previous close relationships that the previous inhabitant had with their partner, family or friends because they are different souls and in fact may terminate these relationships not long after entering the body. They might speak in a different, unknown sort of language. They might reject their former name completely and only acknowledge a new name. They might, initially at least, be very frightened and confused. Or they may be unusually calm, given the circumstances. They suddenly have abilities or talents they never had before. They have a change in the way that they use their regular speech patterns, or they have a new assertiveness in the way they speak. 
they generally have a very strong feeling of being of service to humanity. This is because they came here specifically to do work to help humanity or the planet in some way. They may have heightened psychic abilities or new ones they never exhibited beforehand. So these are just some of the signs of a walk-in or of a new soul inhabiting the body of a loved one, friend or workmate following the incident. There are many more, but these are the basic ones and enough to give you an idea of what is or may be happening. So if you think your loved one, friend or co-worker might be a walk-in, what do you do? What can you do to help them? There are a couple of ways that things can go with walk-ins. One, they may be okay with how things are in the life of the body they walked into and so life pretty much continues as it was beforehand, although perhaps with more love and kindness than was previously there, but still with the understanding that they have a work they need to do and so as long as the current relationships can accept that, not a huge amount changes. Two, or the walk-in decides to make extreme changes in their now life, ending relationships, terminating employment, moving cities, etc. This all depends on their specific role and what work they have to do. For some walk-ins, they need to be alone to focus on what they have to do without external distractions. So in this case, you just have to accept it. There's little you can do to alter their determination. They came in with a specific work to do and that is what they will do. The best thing that you can do is not pressure them. Don't question them unless they want to talk. If they want to talk, let them. Don't interrupt them out of curiosity. Remember, they are still physically recovering from a traumatic situation and it can take three or more months before they adjust to the new situation. Be patient, be understanding, try and put yourself in their shoes and imagine how hard this must be for them. Love them, regardless of what direction they choose to ultimately take in the future. Be supportive and understanding that their needs now may be vastly different to what they were previously. If they bring up the topic of who they are or what they suspect they may be, then simply acknowledge that and say, how can I help you? Don't say you're crazy or it's just your accident or injury talking. Acknowledge their belief, their feeling or knowing. Give them the space they may need. Understand that everything may be completely overwhelming to them on a sensory level and they may need a lot of alone time. I've encountered a number of walk-ins since that first one, more than I can count on one hand, but they are not as common as some would have you believe. Some I've met in my Facebook group when they came asking for assistance about something they didn't understand and I was able to help them fill in the blanks enough at least to be able to trigger their memories for them. I'll never disclose who they are. In fact, I've forgotten their names, which is a blessing actually. I was simply there to help them adjust a wee bit, ships in the night. I haven't gone into different types of walk-ins, just very basic stuff. You can do an internet search for more information, but be careful about what's out there. Much of it is not factual and in fact is designed to be new agey and therefore used to discredit the real information. I hope this helps you all. 
Thanks for listening to this episode. Kakite. Ka